Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening in with us today on our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. Our podcasts are brought to you by the Military Child Education Coalition, whose work is focused on ensuring quality educational opportunities for all military-connected children affected by mobility, family separation, deployments, and transition. Here at the MSEC, we want to ensure that every military child is college, workforce, and life-ready. In our podcast, we will share your stories as we talk to military service members, professionals, parents, and military kids. Please like, share, and subscribe. And we appreciate your comments, questions, and ideas for topics that you would like to hear more about. So we want to thank HEV for making today's podcast possible. HEV makes it a priority to get involved and make a difference in the lives of friends and neighbors. HEB Operation Appreciation is a company-wide campaign created to honor the brave men and women of the U.S. Armed Forces, men and women who are HEB partners and customers, friends, and family. Operation Appreciation partners with organizations like us, the Military Child Education Coalition that supports U.S. troops and their families. In contributing time, talent, and financial support, HEB recognizes and appreciates the dedication and sacrifices service members make on behalf of the nation. So for our listeners in Texas, check out one of your neighborhood HEB grocery stores. And HEB, thank you for sponsoring this podcast for the sake of the child. Welcome everyone to our podcast for the sake of the child. My name is Louise Webb. I'm a professional educator, a curriculum developer, and researcher for the Military Child Education Coalition. I'm also a parent and the spouse of a retired military service member, and I'm your host for today's episode. Joining me today is Sarah Kate and her mom, Emily. Sarah Kate's a sophomore in high school and the daughter of an active duty Air Force service member. She and her parents currently live in Alabama with her brother and two cats, and with her today is her mom, Emily. So thanks, you guys, for joining me on our MSEC podcast. I'm going to go ahead and start with Sarah Kate. So Sarah Kate, can you tell us a little bit about your background as a military kid? Yes, I've lived in five states and attended five schools, and I've lived in Alabama for two years. Wow, five states and five schools? That's a lot (laughs) of transition. So what (laughs) what have you liked most about that, all that moving, and what have you found to be the most challenging? Uh, So my favorite thing has been meeting so many friends from all over the country, but the most challenging part is saying goodbye to them. Oh, I get that, especially as a military spouse, saying goodbye is the hardest. But the good news is we have the internet now, so you guys can stay more connected, that's for sure. Yes. So thank you for sharing. And Emily, let's reach out to you. Can you give us a bit of background about you, how long you and your husband have been a military family? Sure. So Chip and I got married in 1999. So this year we celebrated our 20th anniversary. We have moved a total of nine times, though we've lived twice in several places, um, San Antonio, Tucson, and Montgomery. I think our favorite assignment was probably Honolulu, where both Sarah Kate and our son Benjamin were born. And then, let's see, for the past year and a half, I've worked as a parent-to-parent educator for the Military Child Education Coalition, and I have absolutely loved it. I really enjoy presenting parent workshops, particularly to the topic of parent involvement, because I feel like it's so important for us as parents to engage with our children and their schools, 
And even though my youngest, Benjamin, is in eighth grade, I've seen how important it is to stay engaged with him and his school. So I think it's important as our children get older that we still remain involved. I agree with you on that. We do, I'm working with the MSEC as you do and I do, we do find that a lot of parents sometimes step back when kids move into middle school and high school. And I love to hear that you're not doing that, that you're actually getting even more involved. So hopefully some of our listeners will realize how important that piece of kids' education is as well. So and here at the MSEC, we love to hear about military kids and their families and how they adapt and change to all types of challenges faced with this crazy lifestyle that we live. And one of the major events that's taken place recently for your family is a medical diagnosis that uh, has, I guess it significantly changed your life, Sarah Kate. So would you mind sharing with our listeners just a little bit more about this? I have Crohn's, which is a chronic disease that affects the lining of the digestive tract. It's a type of inflammatory bowel disease, and it can make me very sick where I can't leave the house. I was diagnosed in January of 2019, so I really have to balance all my activities, school, and this diagnosis. Wow. That's a lot to take on for anyone, let alone a, a high school kid. Yes. So what's yeah, what's helped you most during, um, let's think back, January 2019 when you got diagnosed. Is there anything that stands out during those early days that helped you cope with this news? Um, I received so much support from my family and doctors and friends, and I found other teens with chronic illnesses on social media, and I kind of saw how they reacted and what they do to manage theirs. Wow, good for you to reach out and find other people, other support groups. I guess I didn't think about that social media piece. You probably only have to type in Crohn's disease in teenagers, right? And all kinds of stuff probably comes up. That's awesome. I bet you've met kids from all around the world that way. I have. Yeah, dealing with what you are dealing with. So let's go back to Emily. So as her primary caregiver, how about, how did you handle this news? And how do you continue to handle Sarah Kate's medical diagnosis? So it was not easy learning that my child has a chronic illness and there is no cure for Crohn's disease. And so that was a very heavy diagnosis to receive, but it was really reassuring to have that definitive diagnosis and to put a name to all the symptoms that she had been having. So as soon as Sarah Kate was diagnosed with Crohn's, she was put under the care of an IBD or inflammatory bowel disease team at Children's Hospital. And they have provided so much support and education to Sarah Kate and me and our whole family. And um, the really the key for me was to just gain an understanding of what we were dealing with. And so I spent a lot of hours researching Crohn's disease and became knowledgeable about all the different medications and treatments. And another thing that has really helped me is to is that I've recognized that Sarah Kate is not her diagnosis. It's something that we have to manage, and there are going to be ups and downs, as we've seen through the past year and a half. But she's definitely not defined by this illness. She's so much more than that. Wow, you guys could be a great role model for a lot of people. So as a mom myself, I you know, that would be hard to deal with, but I love how you said that it doesn't define her and that she she is who she is and has continued to do 
all kinds of extra activities, which we're going to get into in just a little bit. So were there any other particular supports that helped you out as a parent as you were going through the process of figuring this out? You mentioned doctors and using the internet. Anything else stand out to you, Emily, that helped you along? Yeah, there are um, there are some really fantastic online support groups that are part of different organizations. One is called Improve Care Now, which is a collaborative group of doctors and researchers, as well as patients and parents who work together and share information about the disease. And it's a really neat network, but also the website has a lot of fantastic information. But also, the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation is another very useful website. Uh, it offers support groups for patients and their families. So these are support groups that are online, but also they can connect you to other people in your um, wherever you're living so that you can share information. And both of those websites, both the improvecarenow.org and the Crohn's Colitis Foundation.org provide invaluable educational information. So I would say that those are two wonderful resources in addition to her IBD team at the hospital. Thanks for sharing that information. So for our listeners, remember it's improvecarenow.org and Crohn's and Colitis websites. So please check those out if this situation relates to your family or friends or anyone that you know. So thanks for sharing that, Emily. We know that getting involved and connecting to our new communities is so important for us as military families because we do move around so much. We do want to get connected as quickly as possible. So Sarah Kate, I know how involved you are in theater and with activities at your school. So can you share with our listeners, what's your favorite part about theater and drama and what makes you just love it so much? Um, I've been acting since I was 10, and I love being on stage and connecting with people through theater, and I actually love to audition. I was in my first professional production this past December, and we had 32 shows during the month of December. 32 shows? Yikes. Yes. Going to school full time. Wow. That's huge. Well, that's really fun. I'm glad that you enjoy that. And the nice thing about being a military kid and moving around, I mean, there's drama everywhere, right? I mean, anywhere you go, most yes. schools have plays, and so that probably helps you get in law in, involved. So you mentioned that you moved, I believe you said five times, and you've been in five schools. Is that right? Yes. So I do have a question about your academics. So here at the MSEC, we like to you know, help as military families as much as we can. So have you ever encountered academic issues as a result of moving so much? Yes, when I moved to Alabama and I started ninth grade, I was a year behind in my math class. So now I'm taking algebra two and geometry to keep up. Oh, wow, that's a lot. Yes. <laughs> are you taking them in the school or either of them online? Uh, both of them are in school. They're both in school. Okay, perfect. That makes it a little easier. Yes. Wow. And have you found that you've been exposed to opportunities at school that maybe children of who aren't parents aren't military connected, like civilian peers? Have you found anything that uh, has made it a little better to be a military connected child, or more fun, or more interesting? Yes, my moving around so much has helped me to become exposed to a lot of like different parts of the country, even though a lot of kids that I encounter don't know what it's like to attend them. So it's kind of given me culture shock when moving across the country. 
That's true. So with your recent diagnosis of this Crohn's disease, can you share with us, how are you able to balance, I mean, you to being in that show and having 32 shows in just one production, that's a lot. So how do you balance your academics and extracurricular activities along with, of course, your primary goal is probably taking care of your Crohn's disease too. How do you manage all that? Part of it for me is limiting like stressful social activities that could cause a flare up. And I really just time manage with a planner so that I can really see what I can balance. Oh, I love that, that you're able to limit your social activities that make, make yeah. things stressful. So good for you. That's a very adult thing to be able to do at a young age. It's going to help you a lot in your adult life, too. So yeah. thanks for sharing that. So what's been the most helpful to you? Um, definitely all the support from my family and friends. They've helped carry this with me, and I really couldn't do it without them. Got to love that, family and friends. All right, let's go to Emily. So Emily, do you have any advice for parents who may be experiencing a similar situation or be involved with the complex medical needs of their children and any tips you acquired that you might feel could help others? We'd love to hear that. Sure. I think it is so very important to be in communication with your child's school and their teachers whenever your child has very complex medical needs. Sarah Kate's school has been incredibly helpful, and I really do keep them up to date with emails and phone calls so that they um, know what is going on with her various symptoms and situations. She has had to miss quite a bit of school due to the illness and due to various doctor's appointments. And missing school during your freshman and sophomore years is not an easy thing. But I'm so grateful that her teachers have been very accommodating. Um, and so my, my tip really is I think that it's important for us as parents to be as upfront as possible with teachers and coaches and other trusted adults who care for our children to be aware of their illness. Um, we, we in our family have been fortunate that we have not had to move since she has been diagnosed. However, if we had or if we do in the future, I would need to establish the same type of open communication with any new school and with the new administration and teachers. I think that part about if you have to move again with the internet and you said you and your husband celebrating 20 years of marriage so you've been around the military a while hopefully the next place if you have to move the best part is you know we always have friends that live somewhere else so you could reach out to them to get some leads you know as far as support groups too and I agree I think I mean I don't have not in your situation but even parents of kids that they should always keep teachers and coaches and all that involved with their kids because we never know, right? I mean, they it's the best thing we can do is to keep everyone involved to the level of our comfort so that, because those teachers and caring adults are there to help our kids as well. Absolutely. So Sarah Kate, how often does your background as a military kid help with your efforts to overcome your challenges and adjust to new situations? Moving has really increased my resilience in new places, and theater is a common bond that I can use to get to know a lot of new people in new places. Yep, we love that word, resilience. We always say military kids are resilient, and I'm glad to hear that you feel that that has aided you as well. Like I said, theater is everywhere, so I think you'll be in good shape as you yes. move around. You'll be able to connect pretty quickly. I love that. 
So Sarah Kate, what advice would you give other military connected students who may experience some of the same challenges you face, especially with your medical diagnosis? I would say to educate yourself as much as possible about the condition, but don't let it define you because you are really greater than whatever you are facing. That is great advice. Great advice. It definitely does not define you, and you have proven that for sure. Our podcast, For the Sake of the Child, is always about telling stories. So Sarah Kate, do you have a final inspirational story or even just a message for us that you would like to share with our listeners? Yes. Last summer, I was going to attend a really highly ranked summer intensive. It was a pretty big deal that I got in, and I was really excited. But after the first two days, I got really sick and had to go to the hospital. I had to withdraw. I was disappointed, but I knew that everything happens for a reason, so I kept going. And this year, I'm heading to an out-of-state intensive. I have new medicine and a new perspective on my illness, and I will keep going forward. And I think you're going to do great. I bet you'll have no trouble at the next camp. That's awesome. How about you, Emily? Can you share a story or a message that you would like to share with other military parents? Sure. I think my message is really that we as adults can learn so much from our children. I am constantly in awe of how both of my children have successfully navigated this challenging military lifestyle. And I really do think Sarah Kate is absolutely my role model. Uh, she demonstrates patience and perseverance through these difficult situations. And this illness that she has has added a whole new layer of difficulty for a child who's already been through a lot just with the military lifestyle. But she is so strong and adaptable and motivated. And I'm thankful that she is teaching me these same things. I love that, how we can always learn from our kids. And I agree, Sarah Kate, you're a great example for all of us, and especially, I hope, for kids your age and for any family that is dealing with a, you know, a medical diagnosis, but also how you've overcome it. It doesn't define you, and you learn from it, and you're going to grow from it, and you're going to do amazing things. There's no doubt about that. Sarah Kate and Emily, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today and for sharing your personal stories with all our listeners. Thanks to all our listeners for joining us, and we hope that you have a great day. I want to thank you again for listening to our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. We would like to invite you to visit our website at www.militarychild.org. Like the MSEC on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Please join us again next time as we share more stories that impact our military-connected kids.